Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, it's still Christmas. December 29th, still Christmas. In fact, it's only the fifth day of Christmas. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gives me five golden rings. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty big day then. I hope you get something like that from your true love. And I don't mean on the phone, Santa baby. Although, I'd love it if five people called me today and give me a ring. Anyway, fifth day in the octave of Christmas. Yeah, Christmas goes on, well, for at least the 12 days of Christmas. The whole season of Christmas goes to the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord. It's not even Epiphany yet, people. Party on. It's Christmas. Now, what about this whole octave of Christmas thing? Well, I got to tell you, if you only go to Mass on Sundays, you kind of miss a big deal about Christmas. Because, yeah, we have the, the Feast of the Lord's Nativity there on the 25th, you know, Little Town of Bethlehem, Silent Night, all that. But not long after we finish singing Silent Night, well, the next day, the 26th, that's the Feast of St. Stephen, the first martyr. So right away, we're, we're talking about bloodshed and, and death. Well, the next day, St. John the Apostle. Technically not a martyr, but that's only because they couldn't do it. They tried many times, including like boiling him to death. Just couldn't kill St. John, so they exiled him. And he died in exile. Still, almost a martyr, St. John the Apostle. And, and then, well, as if we, we couldn't even do worse, we've got the Feast of the Holy Innocents. All the little babies in Bethlehem that, that Herod murdered and spilled blood all over the streets of a little town of Bethlehem. Not the happiest Christmas image there. And then today, we, we've got another martyr, St. Thomas Becket, who was murdered by people in his own cathedral when he's trying to celebrate Mass. Yeah, uh, those are the uh, the next four days after Christmas. Blood everywhere. Not joy to the world, more like death to the world. What, what does this have to do with Christmas? Well, really, it's got a whole heck of a lot to do with Christmas. You know, I think sometimes we tend to over-sentimentalize Christmas and think that it ought to be this just kind of peaceful, loving, joyful time of the year when everybody just loves each other and wars stop and there's no fighting. And I don't know about you, but that's, get enough people together for Christmas, that's probably hardly what it looks like. It's, especially after you open all those presents and stuff, it looks like a war zone. And by the time you have those dinner conversations at Christmas, well, that might just create all kinds of battles. Truth is, there's there's never really been a, a sentimental, just peace on earth, everything is happy and joyful kind of Christmas. Not even the first Christmas, at least not very long. Right after that, pretty soon, Joseph and Mary had to flee to Egypt because, well, Herod's out to kill Jesus. That's not very happy. Right from the first moment of his life, Jesus has been, as we will hear at his presentation, a sign of contradiction. Someone who will bring, as Jesus himself says, not peace, but the sword. In fact, martyrdom is, well, not a bad way to celebrate the birth of Jesus because martyrdom means, it means witness. And a lot of people well, they, they shed their blood in witness to who this Jesus is. What child is this who made you rest? Well, this child is the savior of the world. He's also the one who will definitively create the, the downfall of all his, his enemies. So there are those who are to rise and those who are to fall because of the birth of this little child. He is the most impressive, most important child that has ever been born. And he's come to uproot and upturn all the ways of society to bring about the reign of God on earth. He is mighty God while being Prince of Peace, ruler of nations, king of kings, lord of lords. You don't have someone born like that without there being some controversy. So I think it's good that we keep all this in mind because 
I think especially in our Christian life, we expect that there ought to be more silent night and joy to the world and peace on earth. And there is some of that. Absolutely, there is some of that. This life is filled with a lot of joy. And Christmas is indeed a time to be thankful, to gaudete, rejoice, to give thanks for all God's blessings. But let's not for a minute think that that ought to be the norm, that everything should just go well, especially not, oh, it should go well because we're Christians. Didn't go well for Jesus from the first moment of his birth. Let's not forget, there was no room for him even to be born. His mother and father were not even in their hometown at the time. They were traveling for a government census. It's never really been silent night and peace on earth. So today, if your life is a little bit more in chaos, if you're, especially at this time, struggling, suffering, don't think for a minute that, like, well, it's Christmas, so things ought to be better. Hardly. Christmas of all times is a good time to remember this life is hard. It's difficult. It's a struggle. And in the end, we all die. Death to the world. For the Lord has come. Well, at least we know what comes after death. And that's why all these martyrs were able to die. The little babies in Bethlehem for the Christ child, St. Stephen, and witness to the resurrected Lord, and all of us. We die a little bit each day as we struggle, but we do so joyfully because God has come, Emmanuel with us. So all of our suffering has meaning. Therefore, even though there's death, we also know that there's life. So joy to the world, five golden rings, party on. It's still Christmas. That's a good reason to celebrate because God is with us. God bless you.